Okay, hello everyone and welcome to another edition of Ealing Independent College's uh, Alumni Chats. Um, today I've got a, a wonderful guest who actually follows on from the last podcast we did uh, with Mo Hamza. Mo Hamza actually name-checked this uh, really wonderful student uh, for the inspirational nature of just what she brought to the college in and around the reading room, um, all these wonderful qualities rubbing off on our students. Um, so it's, it's a real privilege to, to have her with us today. Um, Michelle, Michelle Thompson, I'm gonna just ask a few questions to enable you to introduce yourself. Uh, those being um, really why you came to the college in the first place, I guess, um, what you studied here and um, yeah, when you were here and I guess for how long. So I'll, I'll let you do your own introduction because I could grab it on forever and no one wants to hear that. Yeah. Oh man, I have to say what an introduction. Um, I hope everyone <laughs> lowers their expectations right from the outset. Um, but no, that was really kind and, and Mo is incredible. Um, and yeah, just seeing what he's doing at the moment is just mind blowing. Um, but yeah, so as you said, my name is Michelle Thompson. I was in the college from the years um, for a year for 2015 to 16. Um, I studied, what did I study? I studied the intensive um, biology, chemistry and psychology A-level. Um, and why did I come? Um, so I was previously previously at a different school and unfortunately just um, failed my A-levels really. And, and um, after a conversation with my parents, we decided actually rather than staying at that school and just trying to do them again off my own back, um, we kind of you know did the Google search and had seen incredible things about Ealing, um, decided, yeah, why not? Had a great um, interview kind of chat with, um, Ian at the time and it just seemed like actually it was a, it was a place where they really believed in their students uh, which I found out to be true so yeah that's why I came to the to the college. Yeah and, and I, I guess um, intensively doing three subjects in a year must have been pretty rigorous for you I, I, you must have been sort of living here from really early in the morning to really late at night. So generally, yes, because my commute, um, I, I drove, but I live in Surrey. My family home's in Surrey. So from Surrey to Ealing, um, to avoid the rush hour traffic, because no one wants to be sitting in traffic for like two hours. Um, I, I used to leave my house at about six o'clock in the morning to just drive to uni. And I, um, you guys were kind enough to let me have a parking space. So I'd kind of have a pre-school nap in the car um, before <laughs> coming in for my first lesson um so yeah so and then you know to avoid the traffic in the afternoon as well usually stay till about six o'clock um but genuinely it was it was such a fun year even just chatting to my parents about it um they were like oh wow you really worked hard and, and in all honesty at the time it was just it, it was such a great environment that I didn't mind working that hard yeah yeah, yeah so, so can you remember the the sort of great improvements that you ended up getting then Oh my gosh, yes. So I think I left my previous school with um, a B in English literature, a C in biology and a D in chemistry. Um, and that improved to AAA over biology, chemistry and psychology. So like a ridiculously massive grade improvement. Yes, yeah, it's, yeah. it's crazy. And particularly when you consider all the commuting you were doing, I, I, I think yeah. you, we can maybe put your, a lot of your success down to those in-car naps perhaps. <laughs> 100%. 100%. No, good stuff. Amazing. So yeah, like you say, you were here for a year and, and, and a really intensive year. Um, I, I guess I would ask, um, you've talked about it being a really happy year in your life. Um, mm. What were the real memorable moments of that year? Or did, did they all sort of 
blend into one kind of big day by day thing or was there anything that really stood out? I think it's that thing, like when you look back, it's all those loads of small moments that that accumulate to a big happy memory. And I think, firstly, I think the the year group I had were incredible. And the friends I made over that, it was it was such a short year. But you know, I think of people like you know, like Mo, like Haya, Malcolm, Hamza, um, you know, Michelle Pavlova, Manveen, and Amrita Sami, like just some incredible, incredible friends. And I'm reeling them off. I'm trying to do a checklist to make sure I haven't forgotten anyone. And if yeah. I have, I'd take it to my aged brain. Um, but yeah, <laughs> like it was just so incredible. And to be surrounded by people who were all very similar in the sense that we, we knew we could do well and we were motivated to do well, but actually have a laugh at the same time. It wasn't a competition no one was out to get anyone but actually it's like you know let's help each other get to the place where we know we can get to and um and then the teaching staff as well I think of the likes of Liz and um Graham and Ian and they because they were the ones I had the most contact with during the time but you know like I said it was a pretty intensive year so there you know as natural life goes there were moments where you get hit that slump and you you question yourself whether you can do it and those three in particular really were the ones who are like no absolutely you can do it doesn't mean it's going to be easy doesn't mean it's going to always be you know giggles and laughs and things but actually you put the hard work in and you get the hard work out um so I think yeah just the environment that was created was the memorable moment for me yeah no that's that's great and I I guess you you talked about the quality of teaching within that and and, um a lot of students who come come here they tend to to say that we our approach to teaching is sort of different in that um, it feels a little bit more like the teacher sort of with you on the journey rather than the one who's sort of dictating the pace all the time. Would, would you agree with that? Or you, you kind of... A million percent. And I think what is so what was so different was just the enthusiasm the teachers had to see you win and to see you understand a concept you know they were also passionate about their subjects like everyone all the teachers I had generally loved what they were doing and loved teaching and they loved giving the students that kind of light bulb aha moment mm, yeah. you know and, and and when you got that it was almost as much a win for them as it was for you and I think you can I mean you know going through uni now you can you can tell the difference of teaching when someone is passionate about what they're teaching and when they are passionate about their students and I think that just absolutely showed an ealing from you know teachers taking time out during their lunch time to explain an exam question to you to offering you know during their free periods to sit with you and just be like okay you don't get this let's try and do this you know that kind of thing generally caring about their subject and the student yeah yeah I, I think um a lot of what we do is, is based on relationships and just making sure mm, that those are, yeah. are really strong and that yeah. you feel really comfortable so so w- yeah. would you say that um coming to the college was a good bit of preparation for university then Oh my goodness, yeah, 100%. Just even, you know, um, with the free study breaks we had and, and having to, you know, at the time I wasn't always pumped about having to sit in the in the, the room. I don't think anybody is, really. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I, oh man, absolutely. The day I got that free pass card was probably one of the greatest days. But, <laughs> you know, even just having that structure of, okay, in your free time, you don't just will it away, but actually use it wisely 
so that even when you go home you don't have to work till you know midnight because actually you've put in the work during working hours so that when yeah. you go home you can actually compartmentalize and be like okay I finished with my school day now I can go home and and you know watch a movie or relax or whatever and I think for uni that's essential because you you live at uni you know so yeah. it's actually needing to learn how to separate your work hours from resting hours yeah I guess for someone who was commuting as much as you did as well um you, you must have sort of felt a lot of the time throughout the year that you, you didn't have a sort of minute to waste um and that you needed yeah. to make the absolute best of the time and and, and I guess that's where yeah have, having that sort of easy access to stuff being able to help mm-hmm. you and getting the sort of yeah, see, one of the things I really like about the college here is, is how quickly you get feedback. So let's just yeah. say, for instance, you ended up doing a test for Ian. Um, mm. The next lesson, it's, it's there on the front desk when you walk yeah, in yeah. and he's ready to give it straight back to you. And it doesn't really feel like um, moments for, for learning are, are lost. They're always capitalised on. Yeah, I think that's a great way of, of yeah, of saying that, because I, I didn't even think of that at the time, but you're right, it's it's that idea actually every minute is used and it's used wisely um, and it's used in honour of the student and of the teacher it's kind of like there's no time wasting it's that actually I'm going to honour the hours of the day you've been given and you honour the hours that I've been given and I think yeah like you said yeah precisely. Oh good good great well look um so you you got these wonderful exam results um talk us through what you did next because you you've I mean, you were talking earlier about Mo having gone on to great things, and I, I think certainly reading your bio, you've went on to, to wonderful things. Um, so, yeah, talk us through it. Talk us through what you've done, because having that, um, that combination of biochemistry and psychology is actually a really popular one with our students. They, they look mm-hmm. at sort of something towards medicine and pharmacy and mm-hmm. that, in that kind of way, and I guess you have gone that way. So could you, yeah, just talk us through where you are now? Yeah, cool. And so after, um, you know, A-levels, all that, obviously had the great summer, did absolutely nothing um, before heading off to Newcastle to complete a degree in biomedical sciences. Um, So I got that with honours and finished in the three years um, and then was kind of a bit questioning where I wanted to go. I didn't know if I wanted to continue with medicine or 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 not but anyway eventually moved back home and ended up doing a master's in cancer biology at Kingston University which was incredible um another like great highlight for me um getting to yeah go into the world of cancer and just discover that um but then obviously the COVID pandemic hit um so obviously everyone got very introspective and kind of wondering what they want to do um and then I think I rediscovered during that time a desire to do medicine um so went on to apply um to a couple of graduate entries and undergrad and I'm now at um, St George's on their graduate entry medicine program um coming to the end of my first year um so yeah that's that's the journey and so in a little bit of time we'll be saying Dr Thompson please help me I mean in Jesus's name like we (laughs) (laughs) I've got exams in a couple of weeks and Mm. yeah we're we're holding on to that hope that we get a Dr Thompson yeah that's really excellent because I I I guess um and and we we talked to a lot of students who who leave the college and go into medicine so we've got um Mm -hmm. a student this year for instance who um, managed to get two offers, one from St George's and there's another one as well. I can't remember exactly where, but both in London, she's managed to get two offers. And, that, and that's just incredibly rare given um, given this year and how many have deferred places and stuff like that. 
But I, I guess, sort of, from your perspective, you're a, a very good advert for the fact that it doesn't need to be this kind of straight linear path towards medicine. Yeah. You don't just need to do A levels and, oh, I've missed out on a place, so I'm just going to give up on my dream of being a doctor. There are many ways in. And in yeah. fact, it's just waiting until the time is right to sort of attack the opportunity. 100%. And I think, you know, I owe a lot of that to. Um, a, my parents, of course, um, they were very much like, no, if this is something you want to do, you, you continue until, you know, till it's really a no, it's a no, it's a no. Um, and they always pushed me because there were many times where I was kind of like, you know what, I'm a research student. I failed my A-levels. I'm a research student. And then I didn't quite get the grades at uni either to go straight into medicine. So it was very much like, oh, OK, this is like the end of the road. Um, and I remember having a very frank conversation with my parents and like, generally, if this is something you want to do, try, they were like, give it one last try, give it all you've got. And even coming to the college, I remember having a conversation. It was my mum, Ian and myself. And it was when I was first coming to see about the college if I wanted to come. And and I remember kind of almost being embarrassed to tell him that I wanted to do medicine, especially with the grades I had. And I came from a grammar school. So basically, you know, anything lower than a than a B is like you failed at life, you know. Mm, so I yeah. think it really, I really had that despondent kind of like, you know what, medicine is over. And I remember Ian very clearly telling me, he's like, no, if, if this is what you want to do, you can make it happen. You can do it. We will pull those grades up and we will get you where you want to go. And I remember that for us, actually, as a family, was a deciding factor on why to come to the college to actually have, um, you know, a principal who was actually like, no, this is your dream. It's possible. We're going to help you get there. Um, and, you know, he was very honest. He was like, it's going to be difficult. It's going to be tricky. Um, but if it's something you generally want to do, do it. But but yeah, like you said, there's no it doesn't have to be a linear experience. It doesn't have to be a linear. There's not one route to X, Y and Z. But actually, a lot of the time it can seem very convoluted. But um, I can say looking back, um, it I am here at the perfect time. I am here when I was supposed to be here um, with this head on my shoulders, with, with the experience I've gained on the way. Um, and I don't think I could have done medicine a second earlier. Yeah, yeah I don't, would, you, would you actually say that in, in a certain way that the sort of knocks that you've taken have, have made you better prepared for where you are right now then, yeah? Absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, I think medicine is one of those careers where you will experience knock after knock. And, and I remember one of our first lectures, introductory lectures we had with um, the head of my degree, he was very much like, you know what makes the difference between a good doctor and a great doctor? It's the doctor who can pick themselves back up after they've fallen down. And he was like, it's that resilience that will make you a great doctor. And um, yeah, obviously we weren't thinking that was the most inspirational moment. He was like, you will fall down, you will make mistakes. But he's like, actually, it's the way you pick yourself back up after that, that makes you a great doctor. Well, exactly. Yeah. And I think honesty and transparency means quite a lot, really. And um, it's, it's yeah, and, and I think what you were saying earlier about the, the talk you had with Ian is, is quite mm -hmm. key as well. Look, yeah. you can make it happen, absolutely. You need a lot of things to fall in the right way and all that kind of stuff and and yeah. the, the most important factor is 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 you and your effort and your resilience throughout yeah. that so yeah not absolutely makes sense and um, so I, I guess michelle can, can you sort of talk us through how you were able to become a success then at the college or to to use the college to enable your success to put it a different way oh that's a good question 
I think, like I said, the the willingness and the availability of the teaching staff at the college was one of those things. I think I didn't quite experience that before in previous educational environments that actually these educators were educators in the sense that actually they wanted you to get it. They were on your side. They were on your team. They wanted you to the point where even Liz took the A-level biology. You know, yes. I have never heard of a teacher taking an A-level, willing to put their own pride on the line and say, actually, you know what? I'm going to take it along. Like that blew my mind. We all thought she was nuts, but actually it was such a, it was such an encourager to, for her to be like, you know what? I'm running this race with you. And I think when you have people cheering you on like that it it almost emboldens you it's like okay well if they believe I can do it maybe I actually can um and and like I said you know the, the incredible group of friends I had around me you know all of them were ridiculously intelligent like to the point where it was kind of annoying you know when you're just surrounded by really great people but actually what that did in the end is it it pushes you to be the best you can be when you see other people working hard to a goal they have you're just like oh wow like that inspires me that inspires me to do better to push to the to the ends of my capability and you know we always talk about hitting the wall but actually that some so much of that is psychological you know hitting the wall is actually you know having people around you who have hit their wall and pushed through you're like okay well maybe I can do that too so I think yeah yeah yeah, I, I, I think you, you you said earlier that you were, you were talking about your year group with um, quite fondly, and I, I I always look back on on that year, which I, I think were sort of the college's best results ever. Um, it was a case of um, yeah, I think all of you went through sort of dodgy little periods and and little nadirs and little bad things and all that kind of stuff that just held you up a little bit, but there was always someone um, like of, of your level, so to speak, who would then drag you through and say like, yeah. and I, I, th I think it was, maybe it was Hamzi who talked about it uh, and he was talking about like, um, I know I can master this part of the course, but I'm, I've got real gaps in the other, but I know the person who I can go to to help me mm -hmm. and, and I'll help them in exchange and and all that kind of stuff. And, and Mo as well, just, he was talking last week about um, how uh, there were people who, um you just you could really just casually go up to and ask and say look I I need help and they would yeah. always just give it without even having a second thought about it not this kind of oh no like I don't have time or I'm more important yeah. so no it, it was it was that team effort and the momentum once that started going it's very hard not to get caught up in the wave of it I think yeah 100% 100% Cool. Um, couple of little questions then, just to, to start rounding off. Um, what characteristics do you think the college really helped you to improve? Because you've mentioned resilience, um, and I, I think it's one of the things that we do teach quite well. Um, like we, we're not one of these places who, for instance, would would make a set of exams like Easter mocks or something like that really easy just for the sake of making kids feel confident going to the last one we actually I, I always remember Ian's Ian's sort of rule was that you you make your Easter mock even harder to really drive students on to do more and then yeah. those last those sort of last few weeks before the real exam were the absolutely critical thing because you would turn people around and and make sure the resilience was there um what, what do you think about the characteristics it really pushed you towards 
yeah I think you're right resilience and even as you said that I a memory like a, a vivid flashback actually I remember I think probably the Easter mock maybe um I remember you know doing well for most of the year and and being aware that I was doing well and then I think the mock I think I must have got something like a C or a borderline D or something like that and absolutely being flawed and gutted and just be like oh well okay that's it that's the end and I remember Liz being like no like that's not the end she's like is it exam day tomorrow absolutely not so you know what you're gonna work hard you're gonna keep going you are more than capable of this so just do it so yeah that resilience I think is so key especially going out to the quote-unquote real world mm. um I think you know life life has a really dandy way of throwing a lot of punches um yeah. but actually it's how we jump back up after them um so yeah definitely resilience I think hard working hard hard work rather sorry um was another one just that but also the consistency of hard work so like I said you know we we were told we had to go downstairs to that study room and at the at the beginning it was very much not the not the most fun experience but actually you realize in the everyday you know just working constant like you know humming away at the work we're supposed to be doing really takes you leaps and bounds um and before you realize you've improved in such a way that's like oh gosh like I didn't even realize and and yeah it's from that slow constant steady hard work um and then another one like you said teamwork it's like actually you know what we're not all in competition with each other and actually we go further when we go together and you know I'm, I'm I, there's I'm sure there's some proverb somewhere um you know about actually like you know I think it's what is it if you want to go far you go with other people or something I'm messing it up um but yeah just that I that just that idea of actually going the distance can only truly be done well when you have other people around you um, and a community that pours into you but then equally you pour into them as well yeah and I, I think you talk about real life experience and, and, and certainly there's nothing that can be achieved like if, if not with a team I, I think mm. about like my position like at the college and, yeah. and how I need all the staff on my side working together transparent talking to each other communicating yeah. to get everything done right and I'm sure when when we're talking a few years down the line about Dr Thompson whether you're working in yeah. hospital or in your surgery or whatever it's yeah. going to need not just you to solve all the world's ills and all the patient's ills you're going to need a whole team of staff with you looking for advice yeah. working and that really is is, is how I think in a sort of informal basis the college works and that's mm -hmm. that's yeah. kind of what it should be yeah. um one oh, that, yeah you talk about proverbs one 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 big happy family is, is a little bit cliche but but there you go <laughs> i quite like yeah. it yeah so would you would you give any um advice to any of our current sort of year 12 year 13 students who are like they're sitting in the middle of exams at the moment um and just where do you go next after it because it's a big sort of uncertain world out there um mm. but I think you're doing a pretty good job of making your way in it oh what would I what advice oh man um you know what I think it's it's the honesty of like you know what the grass will always look greener in someone else's garden genuinely and it looks like people have got what you see is the fruit of someone's labor you don't always necessarily see the labor you don't always necessarily see the grit and the tenacity and the hardship that someone has gone through a lot of the time you know we like to post the end result but not yes. actually the journey that gets there and I think you know what just a reminder for myself as much as anyone else that actually 
um you have your goal keep going towards it genuinely and it's not e it's not always easy it's not always fun but it's always worth it whether you get exactly where you want to go or if it's a bit left field or right field the the tips and tricks and the lessons that you accumulate on the way the the wonderful people you meet on the way of these detours actually they, those are the small things that i think make life beautiful you know the idea that actually it's I th i'm pretty sure this is another proverb from somewhere but like you know it's not always about the destination it's the journey yeah. and how well we journey it and 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 yeah and, and never be afraid to ask for help i think that's another one you know we're all trying to muddle our way through this thing we call life um so you know what there's no shame in asking for help yeah i i think a lot of what you we're talking about there. I, 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 I know you flashed back before to what Les was doing with the, the reset or the, the taking the exam along with yeah. you guys. And yeah. I'm, I, I know this because I worked quite closely with her. I know she had yeah. some wobbly moments about actually deciding to do it. And like you say, putting her whole name, reputation, everything like that on the line and all that kind of stuff. But I, I, I think she saw the greater benefit of it and, yeah. and, yeah, like you say, that the whole the whole journey of it, because it wasn't, I think, just the fact that, um, yes, she would have to go and sit the exam, but she'd have to go through the whole academic year of having this marker at the end of it. And yeah. I, I can certainly say from my point of view that being a teacher, you're always worried about how your students are doing. And perhaps that thing that Liz did actually took a bit of the heat off you guys to maybe... Put it back onto her which is quite a selfless thing to do it's yeah. never really been considered that way but um yeah no it's 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 it's, it's, it's all off, a bit unique it's a bit of a shame that no one else has really followed her footsteps maybe i could have done it in uh in the last year when teachers were giving out grades and i could have easily just given myself an a star that would have been fine <laughs> slightly cheating but anyway, yeah. that would have been fine <laughs> No, but look, um, Michelle, it's been great to have you on. And um, yeah, you you yourself and, and just the ability to sit and chat with you has, has conjured up many great memories for me. Uh, I, I do remember that year group um, incredibly fondly. I, I think because um, in the backdrop of that year group as well was like the, the success the football team had and, and, and that, yeah. that was a, a little thing as well that was that was ongoing. And, and yeah, the, the college, I just remember that year feeling just very special, a, a really yeah. kind of special place to be with a real glow and a real energy. And yeah. uh, I think part of the point of these podcasts is, is that that is in some way sort of retained and the legacy of that keeps going. Um, so it's always good. I know that um, I was talking to Mo last week before yeah. the, um, yeah, before I actually started recording the podcast and I asked him mm -hmm. if he'd been listening to them all and he said, oh yes, yes, I never miss them. It's, it's great just to see who's on next week and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So that, that, that is good. And um, yeah, it's, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on, Michelle. And uh, I wish you well. And maybe... Maybe a few years down the line, we can have one with Dr. Thompson. A surgery with Dr. Thompson. That'd be great. Everything crossed. Everything <laughs> crossed. <laughs> Absolutely. But thank you so much. No, thank um, you. Yeah, thank you, Alan. Great. Thank you very much. <laughs>